Hi guys, in this episode we speak with singer-songwriter Chris Andrusy all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Enjoy folks! Chris, how are you doing, brother? You all right? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Pleasure having you on, obviously. Uh, first of all, just want to say it's quite inspiring to have you on after all this time seeing from what they came from coming up and stuff, so it's good. Hi, man. It's uh, It's been a pretty crazy crazy journey. I mean, from, from school through through the last, what is it, six years or something, so... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I've got some stories to talk about and uh, <laughs> and tell you about. Absolutely. So, obviously, biggest change for you just now is going from Scotland to America. What's that been like? Yeah, it's been a fairly fairly crazy time. Um, you know, after university, I'd I made the decision to to move out here and and pursue the the, the songwriting career. Um, and just as I was getting all geared up for that, obviously, COVID hit. <clears throat> Yeah. And uh, that was a shit time for everybody. Um, but I think that kind of gave me some time to to kind of, you know, figure out what I really wanted to do, what I didn't want to do. Um, so when I eventually got out uh, got out here, it was kind of all guns blazing. I had so much stuff to do. I had to get my visa all in place. And then I had to find a place to stay and X, Y, and Z and all this stuff. So it was, it was actually like two or three months into me being here that actually woke up one day and I was like, holy shit, I've just done like a massive move, you know? Yeah. Would you say like COVID and stuff as well was part of what motivated you to such? Because obviously it was taking very risky steps to like go out there and just put everything into it. Would you say that was something that motivated you as if life's too short, I need to do something here? Uh, In some sense, yeah. Uh, I think, it was I was maybe quite naive going into the, the the idea of making this move over to America so I think it gave me time to really re- reflect and kind of re-strategize um, uh, and know exactly what I wanted so I don't know if it would I would say it was probably there was there was certainly some benefits came out of COVID as, as much as I hate to say that but uh, <laughs> it gave me it gave me the it just gave me that kind of yeah probably a motivation to go out and say oh, I'm going to make this happen now um and and America's a kind of it's a cool place I love being here and it's there's a lot of similarities to back home but it's just it's also really different at the same time yeah. like see trying to explain it to people it's hard to do it's just like simple things like social interactions and like the way people handle themselves and you know what you can and what we what what we would consider just like patter back home or whatever you come out here and say it and people just look at you they're like what, what did he just say <laughs> so I guess like it's t- just taking some time for me to adapt and once you understand the culture and the kind of what the differences are like it's a great time and and, and you get used to it um I was kind of fortunate enough with with my third year at uni I went on exchange to North Carolina so I got to experience that all a few years before I need I actually moved here so I yeah. kind of acclimatized to it before, so that was I'm kind of grateful that happened because it made this transition much easier. Yeah, so it was like a tester before you actually went and fully committed yourself to it as well. Exactly. So I, I you know, I, I could have if I didn't have that, I could have came out here and been like, shit. After a month or two, and be like, this is so, this is so unusual. I don't like it. I'm going to come home. But uh, at least I knew what I was going into. 
Yeah, I think a big thing like that as well, as you say, it takes a lot of adapting. You go to different countries and they do say that the best way to do that is by leaving where you grew up as well. So stepping out of that comfort zone and just saying, look, I know I'm going to be myself, but I'm going to meet new people like-minded like myself and see what comes of it. So I think you've done very well. They're looking at it from my point of view and I'm sure millions of other people as well, just looking at somebody that's came from doing gigs in a, a tiny wee town to... I mean, you've done the hydro with, with Luke Combs. <laughs> to even say that out loud is mental. I know it's pretty surreal. I mean, these are things that, you know, when when, when I when I kind of thought out, okay, this is what I'm going to do, that you never really put pinpoint on like your vision board, you know, if you if you ever had one. But like, yeah. it's just, it's really cool. And, and it shows that, you know, the, the thing is for me, like the, the music industry is, is there's no real method in the madness, right? So you you could you can wake up and say this is this is the plan I'm doing for the rest of the year, and within a week there'll be something that will kind of sidetrack you, and you'll be like, oh, right, that's not the plan. So you can't overly plan. I, I can't. I woke up last year and be like, right, this time next year I'm going to be, you know, playing on the same bill as Luke Combs at the Hydro. Like that just. It just doesn't yeah. happen, but it's all, it's, you know, I just, I work my, I work myself every day and treat it like a nine to five or, you know, the other thing about the music industry is I believe it is quite a risky thing. Right. And I get that. And maybe that's an outdated term nowadays because, you know, we, we've, we've been brought up in a society where more and more people are, are doing things that are maybe deemed less safe. Right. You know, people are yeah. working online and doing different jobs and, um, I just, I think if you are in the music industry, you're in the creative space, a lot of these people, I think, often work harder than people that have these, you know, safe nine to five jobs. Yeah. And that's solely because they don't really have, they don't have that safety blanket. They've got to do the, they've got to be working extra hours. They've got to be constantly on the go and constantly busy to ensure that they've got money to live, you know? Um, So I think for me, I treat, I treat my, my, my situation like that, I work, I work as hard as I can. And, you know, it's these, these little, you know, successes, you would call them, you know, whether it's at the hydro or, you know, something out here or getting a song on Sunday's record. I think that these are just the kind of benefits and rewards that you're getting for, for the hard work that a lot of people don't see, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think the way that you put it there as well, it is a lot of what people don't see because, Looking from a distance, people think that maybe he's just hit lucky. They don't see the amount of work that goes on and the hours and the practice and testing this. Does this work? No, it doesn't. We'll go back to the drawing board. And that's what a lot of people don't actually see as well. Oh, no, 100%. And um, yeah, I mean, of course, like if you just look, even simple things like nowadays, most people get judged off of their Instagram, right? So even if I scroll down my Instagram, you know, it doesn't. It, I'm not. I'm not constantly posting about how I like. I'm up at seven thirty in the morning every morning, regardless if I was playing a gig till late at night. I'll be up doing stuff. You know, and making sure I uh, I'm treating it like like it as a as a grind. You know, and it's it yeah. might be a fun grind and it might be a different grind, but uh, you know, by by all means, it's it's uh, it's heads heads down from from the get go. Absolutely. Would you say there's there's anything? through what you've done so far is there anything that you would do different or would you do everything the exact same way um i think i I, like i'm a a big believer in the the, you know the saying you know everything happens for a reason and i think you know at times you've you've just got to trust the process whether that's you know in, in any industry or any career path 
it can be pretty shit at times and you can be getting no's after no and you know it's you, you think things aren't going right but I think there's a reason why things happen uh, and these kind of forces of the universe like they, they they make the right things come into your life at the right time and if you're applying yourself even if it's continuous hard work and you're not getting anywhere as long as you're working and continuing to do that I think the right things come into your life and and things grow at certain times um so in terms of doing things differently I don't think I would do much too different because there was a reason why I learned from everything that happened you know I could stand here and say oh man I wish I went to I wish I got out to Nashville you know the year before let's say before COVID I went out for the first year and that'd have been great brilliant I'm there but then I'd have been stuck here for a whole year during COVID. Yeah. I, couldn't, I wouldn't be able to, they closed down everything here too. So I wouldn't have been able to pay rent because I couldn't play shows. I, um, I'd have been in a really bad predicament. Whereas I didn't get out early. COVID, I, got, I managed to, COVID hit and I managed to stay at home and, you know, I, I didn't need to pay rent or anything. And uh, I live with my parents again. So that just, for me, that was enough to say, okay, there was a reason why that happened. Um, and now, now looking back, you can kind of eventually kind of laugh about that COVID situation just because everybody was like oh this is well eventually you know we I used to sit on a Friday night with my mom and dad and have a couple of drinks and we'd be like oh one day we'll laugh about this you know and, and it's kind of funny now because I look back and I'm like there was a reason that happened so to do anything different probably not I think uh I think it was you know that was that was part of the path for for me and for a lot of other people in their own lives too you know things have kind of worked out coming back out the, the tail end of COVID. Absolutely. And I think, as you say as well, like when you're put in a situation where everything stopped, it does really put you in a position where, for yourself, you went back and stayed with your mum and dad. So it does put you in a position where you can actually really focus exactly where you want to go, what you want to do, set it out. Not as much a plan, but almost have a vision of where you want to be and knowing exactly what you have to do to get there as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a big believer in and 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 that kind of uh, you know manifestation of you know where you want to be and uh, I think that was a big help to me and I still do it every day you know it just just because you if you hit one of your goals you know there's got to be you've got to be shooting for as high as you can and you don't really know the steps to get there but you know you'll figure out a way to get as close as you can to that so that that's definitely how I live my life and I'm sure I'm sure a lot of, uh, more people do that now especially after COVID. <laughs> yes absolutely would you say obviously you're a very motivated person yourself would you say there is anybody that motivates you? I think my parents have played a big part and and obviously who I am uh, and and how I live my life and um, you know I'm very grateful for for the advice that they've given me and and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very glad that they forced me, or didn't force me, but they told me to go to university and I, and I did because, um, you know, that, that as much as I don't do, I don't do my business stuff as, as a songwriter, but I do use a lot of the things I learned in university every day um, for my songwriting for me as an artist. Um, so I, I think they, seeing how they, how they've given me this kind of opportunity to live this life and to see how hard they work to, in order to give me and my sister that um, that's that's uh, probably the biggest amount of motivation I, I'd ever need um, to get up in the morning and, 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 and have the drive and to get up and go to, to, to be where I am and to do what I'm doing um, yeah. I think I think another thing for me is like a lot of people think in these kind of industries where it's kind of competitive you know whether that's sports or whether it's music or whether it's acting or whatever it is these kind of more creative industries um 
you know, a lot of people think they're quite competitive and, and in a sense they are. But like for me, seeing my like my pals in the music industry or even if it's back home, my friends that are, you know, doing the doing the nine to five kind of job, they what if I see them doing having or having small successes or someone in my circle out here in Nashville gets like a new song released or gets a song in someone's record or a cool gig opportunity, I'm like I'm like, that's brilliant. I'm like, I want that's that's like these little successes are give give me motivation to want to go and do do just that or do that, do something similar or do something, you know, crazy. I, that yeah. these are little things. So I definitely say my parents and uh yeah, just just seeing people around me, you know, work hard and get get things going for themselves. That's kind of they're the two kind of key drivers for me, I would say. Yeah, because I think as you say, when you put it into perspective, a lot of people that are as you say, a nine-to-five job or maybe doing something different, maybe acting, other creative industries and stuff as well. So when you see people doing all these little things and gaining a bit of confidence with each step and then having yourself who's, who's worked away possibly as, as perfectly as anybody could, so working in the, the work you've put in and always self-driven, always up, basically catching it and, and going for it. So I think the praise coming from you to other people as well would motivate them. Just just obviously seeing what you've done, they know what you've accomplished and seeing that you're so happy for somebody else to achieve even the slightest little thing. Yeah, 100%, man, I agree. I think it's, uh, I don't know, I think, I think maybe a thing that came out of COVID for me was like, I'm just more grateful for life I guess you know I, I just it opened my eyes up to be a kind of a bit of a better person I wasn't saying I was a bad person but you know <laughs> makes bad decisions and makes mistakes and stuff like that so it gave us I think it gave me time to reflect and you know I, I like I'm a big I've always been a good I've always tried to be the best friends the best friend that I could to people and but you know now I, I try and support everyone and make sure everyone's doing okay and that's just something that that's kind of changed for me in the last year or so what COVID has brought out in a lot of people who have started putting themselves out there a bit more, being more supportive. And I think a lot of it is like to the pronoia after it, where people are really thinking that the universe is starting to conspire for me. All these things are happening because COVID had to happen for a reason. So everybody's now motivated to say, well, if it does, I want to be in a better position. I want to be exactly where I am in life because it does put everything into perspective. As you say, after COVID struck and started to pass, you you took the jump and fair to say, man, you've actually you've you've went and done it. And obviously there's still so much more to the future as well for you. But what you've achieved so far, just looking at it, is honestly incredible. I know, man, and I appreciate you saying that. It's uh, you know, it's one thing that it's such a fast paced kind of way of life out here. And you know, there's a there's a saying in one of the bar walls that we hang out in here and it says on oh, this life ain't for everybody right and we used to laugh at it but once you start to kind of get into this lifestyle of of being you know a national songwriter and being in a different kind of environment you know it's uh, it's something that you have to adapt to and it isn't for everybody you know some people come here and they come and visit for two days to Nashville and they're like holy shit that's fucking crazy <laughs> you know like I, I can't do that but uh you know, you, if, if, if it's the right thing for you, it's the right thing. And, you know, I've, I've came here, um, I didn't really know many people, I knew a handful of people and, you know, I've, I've kind of found a place where I can thrive and, you know, I've it's so quick, that, that, as I said, the pace of living here that your your head's constantly down and you're, you're, you're grinding and it's it's not until you actually take a look up and you say, oh, wow, I've done 
X, Y, and Z in the last six months, and you're like, great, but that's no, that's nowhere near where you want to go. So it's a constant. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe that's just how I, I look at life a little bit differently from people. But um, I think I love that about it. You know, it's that you know, yeah, I'm achieving stuff, but you know, there's still millions of things that you know I, I still want to get into and get involved with. So, um, but yeah, I appreciate you saying that, man. It's uh, I'm very grateful to to get to do what I do every day. Even just the as you said, you brought it up earlier about Instagram and stuff. Some of the photos like. There's a lot of people now will put photos up and you know that it's a lie. You know that it's either a background or you know they're putting themselves somewhere that they're not naturally. Every post that you put up where, I mean, you're on boats, you're ready for the photographs for the albums and stuff like that. So everything is just so on point. Like, you know, it's 100% you. There's no, there's no like fakeness behind it. You know, if you were to speak to you, you're the exact same person that you are online as well as in person. I think it'll be inspiring for a lot of people who are hoping to get into the industry as well. So what would you say really to the, the people who are looking to get into it and the people who are currently in it and maybe want to get to your level as well? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a hard question. Uh, I actually get that. I actually get that a lot. Um, there's, there's, as I said, there's no real method in the madness in the music industry. Um, you've got to. We did kind of touch on this earlier, but you've got to. I'm kind of grateful that I was. I've, I've just always been okay with being on my own, right? I've never really been afraid of, you know, having to go somewhere and I'm like, oh shit, I've got to spend a weekend in a city on my own. Yeah. For me, see that see that kind of unknown of oh shit, I don't know what's going to happen. That that's really exciting for me. So I, like, like this move coming out here, I didn't even think, oh god, I'm not going to know anybody. It was like, oh wow, I can just go out here and like just completely be myself. Like I don't have no one knows me, no yeah. one knows anything that's went on back in my past life. Um, so for me, I think a, a piece of advice would be, you know, you need to you need to have a bit of kind of strong will and be be good at being on your own and and and. Uh, You've got to you've got to be prepared to to hear the answer. You know, hey, sorry, this isn't for us, or you know, not this isn't the right time for us to be working with you because that happens way more often than than you get a yes. Um, and you know, at the start, that can really pull you down and drain you. And and I think, as I touched upon before, to see this idea of like trusting the process. Um, I think you know the part of the process is you know it kind of weeds out the 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 weaklings you know the people that you know just say oh this isn't for me I'm going to give up I'm just going to go get a real job or I've had a thousand no's in the last six months you know and a lot a lot of people a lot of people will just say oh stuff it um so I think you've got to have strong will really believe what you're doing because no one else is going to believe you right until and until you're stood there on the main stage at I don't know transmit or the pyramid stage at Glastonbury no one's going to stand up and say, oh, I, like, I believe he's going to do it or she's going to do it. Um, so if, and if you don't believe it, God, the, the universe ain't going to do anything for you. You know, yeah. You've, and that's maybe that's the kind of manifesting idea that I'm talking about earlier, too. But I think you've really just got to believe in it. Um, another thing is, you know, uh, you do need to treat it and like a job, work your ass off. We've got this kind of there's that kind of stereotype of, of songwriters that's 
or, or musicians and, and bands and things like that that are, you know, it's all oh, we're just slackers. We like to smoke weed, we like to drink, we don't like to work. And that's probably true for a portion of, of, of the industry. And there's that one, every industry around the world, whether it's sales, whether it's, I don't know, you know, whatever. Uh, that's that's always going to happen. But there's also a, a, a lot of people in the grand, the vast majority of people who are hardworking um, and nothing's going to come to you easy. You can't expect that that's going to happen. So I think working hard as well and having some sort of some sort of backup plan or something that you can do along at the same time because you just never know as we mentioned before there is that kind of risky aspect to what we what i do um or i say risky and and kind of use my fingers to do a quotation marks but um it's um you know you never obviously covid hit and most people that didn't have a side gig or didn't have a plan b they were fucked. You know, they, they were like, oh my God, I, I literally, I can't make money. So you never know what's going to happen. Uh, and I think having, whether that's a, a university degree or a college degree or something, or, you know, trade skills or whatever it is, or something you can do online. I think that's a great idea to have too. Um, because even, even if it comes down to, you know, I'm a, I'm a young guy, I don't same age as you, look, I don't need, I'm not thinking about getting married or anything yet, but, you know, eventually that might happen. And if you've got something else that you can say, okay, okay, my, my plans have changed, you know, I'm able to, I'm able to do X, Y, and Z now in order to support a family. I think, you know, that that's certainly something that you should think about um, because there's no, there's no guarantees in the music industry. Um, you know, you've got to, you've got to make, you've got to make your opportunities happen. And uh, the last piece, piece of advice, um, the, the piece of advice that I've got that stuck with me is, it's obviously an American way of saying things are like, just, be a good hang and I was like what the hell does that mean like so basically just be a good guy just be a cool person right yeah nobody wants to work with a guy in this industry that's like that's awkward and like constantly trying to talk about business and all this stuff they don't they want someone that's like oh he's hilarious he's so fun to be around I want I want to bring him on to or or I want him in the studio or I want to write a song with him and uh, if you can just and I think that's probably which what is what's brought out me just being myself which we were we touched upon just just shortly there um is that like i don't know i i wouldn't i would never say i had a front up but you know growing up you know you, you kind of you, you you figure out who you're trying to figure out who you are and i think now that i'm old enough and like i just don't really give a shit what people think about me anymore yeah. maybe that's part of it too but um <clears throat> but certainly just be just be yourself and if somebody doesn't like you that's fine they weren't going to work with you anyway but the people that do like you you're going to have this cool vibe and atmosphere and and kind of fusion going on of ideas and stuff that, that you're not going to get if you're you've got a front on so yeah just be just be just be yourself and 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 work your ass off and i think you know the right things will happen going back to what you were saying there about people having a front up i think that now with the likes of social media and everything as well a lot of people are going into the industry almost guarded like they're wanting to get into it but they're they're almost like, well, I don't hurt, want to hurt my feelings. Don't want this to happen. I don't want anybody to think anything less of me. I don't want this. Instead, of just thinking, look, it's, if this is what I want to do, then I need to basically drop the shackles, take it off, go in and just do exactly what I want to do. Coming from yourself who has done it. But I think when you see it and people want and they have this dream to say, look, I want to get there. I want to be motivated. I want to be up at this level to then just drop back and just self-sabotage as well. And I think that's what a lot of people get before they even try. It's a horrible thing to say as well, because there's a lot of talent out there that would be at an amazing level if they took the mindset that you have. You're just going for it. You know what you want. You go for it. 
you try it. If it doesn't work out, you don't like the people. It doesn't work out, but you try it. Yeah, I think I think if you don't, you never try. You'll never know. And uh, I would tell that to anybody: if you can make it work for yourself, if you if you know you if you can save up some cash and go and do something, then why not? You know, I mean, life life is really short, and if you're sacrificing your happiness just for the sake of whatever it is, 40, 50 grand a year, thirty grand a year, I'm like, what's the point? You know, I mean, like you can yeah. you can go and do something you love, and you know, money money whether money motivates you or not, but it's um. You know, I, I'd certainly put happiness up there now, especially especially as I've got a little bit older. And you know, I'd rather wake up with a smile on my face and 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 be grateful and and go and do exactly what I want. You know, I'd be my own boss as well. It's pretty cool. <laughs> like I get to do what I want. Um, you know, if I and if I want to work all day on a Tuesday or what days today Thursday, if I want to work every day <laughs> Thursday, I can all day on a Thursday. Or if I want to work to noon and then I don't know, go have a beer somewhere, I can. You know, and I I think that that was a big motivational factor for me was like I don't want to really answer to anybody you know so that's yeah. uh, that was a big thing for me well that's the, the big thing about it as well is you're in the fortunate position where if you want to get up in the morning and do x y and z you can do it you've not got anybody to answer to whereas a lot of people who might be at the age that that you are currently and trying to get into the industry they are stuck in this almost like a hole where they're trying to to jump out at trying to succeed trying to do this but then realise I've got work the next day, I've got this, I've got, I'll have to phone in. Although we say the risks by going out and doing this, it's such a worthwhile thing to do as well. Because as you say, you only live once, you only get one chance at this. You only get one shot to get out there, get the confidence, do everything exactly how you want it. Now, looking at yourself, being in a position where if you want to wake up and do something, do it, that's it. I know, and, and and maybe maybe that's uh, I, I'm only I, I can someone like myself can only say that because I get to do that, and I understand it's 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 a difficult process to get here, and we touch on upon it again, you know, just the hard work that goes into to have got me here and to get to where I can make those kind of decisions. Um, but yeah, I think I think if it's if you want something enough, um, you can work, and I think you know whether it takes five, 10, 20 years or five months, you know, if you believe it enough and you work and apply yourself, you know, there's nothing, to, there's nothing stopping you to say, okay, hey, no matter, no matter where you come from, you know, whether, whether you're, whether you come from in the middle of nowhere or you come from a city or, you know, whatever, I, I think, and all it takes is just that hard work and determination uh, and, and things will start going your way. I don't think I've ever seen you just like relaxing, to be completely honest. So being so fast paced, everything's all go, go, go all the time. What do you normally do to reset? What would you do to to kick back and just chill out? What would be your your go to? Um well living obviously we I grew up in, in air. So I've always had like the beach around me. Like obviously it's not it's not as hot as it is out here, but um I would I used to I used to always go out and walk and that just and, and take some time and get fresh air and it used to always be a way of reconnecting with, 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 you know, just kind of resetting, as you said. But obviously living in Nashville, there's no real landlock, so there's no beach anywhere. So for me, like getting time off, I love to go out in my, in my friend's boat and we go out in one of the lakes. And that for me is just total, like, get to go swim. And that that for me just is a real relaxer. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and as much as we're playing music all the time, uh, I also love just, you know, we'll go for a couple of beers, me and the guys, and we'll just we'll, we'll come back to somebody's place and just mess around with guitars, have a good time. And um, what else do I do? I, I, 
you know, me and my girlfriend, we take our dog out and stuff and little things go, go to the park and little things like that. And, and for me, that's where I feel like also I don't always need to document that, you know, on, on social media. So maybe that's why people people just think I'm constantly going. But, uh, yeah. you know, I like to take a couple of days off a week. But apart from that, I'm, I'm always I'm always trying to stay busy. In terms of obviously you've came so far just now, what path are you looking to take in the future? Are you looking to stay where you are? Are you looking to move to a different country? Are you looking to move back home? What's the what's the plan of action from here on out? Or do you genuinely just want to see how it goes, just play it out as it is? Um, I, I do see myself being here uh, at least for the next probably 10 years of my life. Um, I've kind of I kind of gave myself that time to to really give it give it a go and 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 see you know um, what I can get out of it. You know, I I've I've, I've kind of carved out a cool a cool career. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm just I'm kind of just excited to see where that goes. I think I think my my time in Nashville is certainly nowhere near to being over. And I think I'm just kind of I'm just kind of knocking at the door of of some really cool opportunities. Um, that I'm still, you know, looking forward to getting into. So, yeah, I think I think Nashville is probably going to be the base for a little for a little while longer. Um, I think um, we've got some new music coming out. We've got some music coming out in July, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to keep kind of keep things going on track. And you know, I, as I said, I don't like to overly plan too much because you never know, and there's nothing more underwhelming when you set a plan and you know shit goes wrong early on. But uh, yeah. Yeah, the the goal end goal for me is to I'd like within the ten years just to have a couple of number one songs written, um, and you know if that if that takes ten years or if it takes two years or five years, uh, then then you know I'm I'm in a position where I'm I, I'm able to to kind of continue to do that and and, uh, and plug away until that situation happens. So that's the plan. Would you say there is someone you're looking to work with in the future? maybe tie them in with a song or write a song with another person that's somebody that quite inspires you that you're you're looking to get involved with? I'd love to write I'd, I'd love to write a song for Morgan Wallen, but solely because he, uh, he everything he puts out goes to number one. So I, I think that boat's probably too far too far away. But uh, you know there's there's always the, the next generation of artists coming up that you know there's there's gonna be these chances to write for. So um yeah, I'm just I'm happy to write across all genres and for all different kind of artists. So I don't like to pigeonhole myself. I think that's the best way to be as well is being completely open. And when you're getting up to these levels as well, there's going to be people that maybe you didn't expect that want to come in and work with you, and maybe want to hear your verdict on what they've wrote or want you to write something for them. So I think it's a very interesting industry as well because it is so open. Yeah, there's there's just like no. Just as you think you figured it out, you're like, nope. And there's like, <laughs> you're like, absolutely not. Um, but again, back to back to what we touched upon earlier, that kind of unknown aspect of like, oh, you're so close, but you're like, nah, you've missed it. Uh, is is something that get just makes me want to keep writing and writing and writing until you know you get that one song. So I think that that's what excites me and gives me the motivation to just continue to do what I do. I genuinely can can't get this across enough I don't think songwriters get enough praise for the hours they put in in the creative mindset they all have as well I think it's very it's very overlooked to be honest because there is so much time and effort put into it and hearing somebody create a story it's essentially what it is is a story of all these thoughts and as you're listening to the songs that you guys put out and it paints a picture in your mind which I think 
there's a lot of industries as well whether it be acting and stuff unless you're watching that physically it doesn't set the scene whereas some of the lyrics you guys put out and you close your eyes for maybe a minute or so and you can just set the full scene which i think is very special as well yeah that's that's actually really amazing to hear because that's something that sometimes we do feel under underappreciated just because obviously a lot of the time the artist is taking the you know have you heard have you heard x's x or z's song you know and i'm like I'm like who wrote it not not them but uh, <laughs> but that's so much time and effort does go into it man and and you know we uh you know my whole my whole life is literally just noting down in my notes on my phone at little trivial things in life or or you're sat in a restaurant and you, you hear the person behind you say something and I'm, I'm like oh write it down and then you know you go into a room the next morning somewhere on music row in nashville uh with another two guys or three guys or whatever and you write a song and it's 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 and the, the, i've got this uh biblical tattoo in my arm it says it's from the verse matthew 18 20 and you never really understand how sometimes when you're in those writing rooms magic happens right and like it's, it's like the saying of the of the bible quote says when two or three of you gather in my name there i am with you and like sometimes i believe there's just like a strike of of like creative lightning and whether you believe in jesus or god or whatever i just thought i loved that because you can't explain it you know you take a note a tiny note from your phone that someone said in a bar or something and then you go and write a song that's like just a magical moment happens and, and you get a you get a belter of a song so i yeah. think that's it's just so cool it certainly is and as as you say that there when people come together and the thoughts just stream it is it's very special to even because you can hear it in the music as well you can hear that two or three people came together and made this absolute masterpiece. So uh, I genuinely do. I take my hat off to you, Chris. And as I say, I don't think you guys get enough credit for what you do. I think it's genuinely spectacular. Who would you like to see come on the podcast in the future? Ooh, I, uh, you know, Jeremy Lavif, the guy that was on The Voice, the French yeah. guy from there. He's really, he's a really, really cool guy. Um, and we, we, because we played around there a little bit, yeah, I've had a lot of conversations with him. He's a really interesting guy. I think you'd, you'd, you'd have some good stories out of the, his experience on The Voice. He's told me, certainly told me some of them, so I would definitely recommend him uh, to get him on. Once again, thank you very much for coming on, and hopefully I haven't kept you back too much on your, your very busy schedule. <laughs> no problem at all. Thanks very much for having me, man. I Perfect. It. All right, and hopefully I'll get you in face-to-face when you're back in Scotland as well. But thanks again, mate. I really appreciate it, and it's been it's been very special. Nice one, man. Have a good one. Walked in my life Freedom walked in